اشهد ان محمد رسول الله اشهد ان محمد رسول الله حي على
God fearing, God fearing in our hearts. Now this Eid is to celebrate it, not to lose it. Celebrate our taqwa and not to lose our taqwa. A person achieves something in his life, he achieves a certificate, or he achieved, he became, he, he passed his metric examination, or he got his, his degrees in university, or he bought a new car, or he bought a new house. The celebration that he goes through after achieving it, he doesn't destroy it. He doesn't destroy it. He doesn't destroy what he achieved. So Eid, the day of Eid, we have to think and celebrate the taqwa that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has. And what is taqwa? Taqwa, we find in the month of Ramadan, if a person was in the most remote area, in his own private area, where nobody would see, and he had eaten sahri in the morning suhoor, and he made intention to fast, then wherever he would be, and nobody would be seeing him, he will not eat because he knows my Allah is watching me. My Allah is watching me, the one who created me is near me, he's seeing me, so he doesn't eat until iftar, and he achieved that taqwa, 30 days or 29 days of fasting, he achieved that taqwa, that now going on further, after the month of Ramadan, this taqwa must either remain on its same or it must increase. The taqwa must remain or increase. That's how we look at it in the dunya. When we achieve something in the dunya, we don't celebrate by that that we achieve decreasing. No. We either keep it to that level, a person studies more and he becomes a higher in his studies, he becomes a higher graduate in the studies and he becomes a specialist or whatever it may be. And he just increases and increases in the dunya. So similarly in taqwa, after Eid or after Ramadan, we have to either increase our taqwa or keep it at the same. Don't allow our taqwa to decrease. Don't allow our taqwa, our fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to come lower. Hazrat Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I mentioned this hadith because it's very apt to how we can continue with our taqwa. What can we do? To keep our taqwa up, keep our taqwa still with us. So he comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he says, O Sini, O Sini ya Rasulullah, O Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, give me advice. <laughs> and the first advice that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addresses Abu, Abu Zarwat, alayka bi taqwa Allah. That was the first advice. فَإِنَّهُ رَأْسُ كُلِّ أَمْرِ That hold fast, hold alayka bi taqwa Allah. Hold fast, don't allow this taqwa to go away. Don't allow this Allah fearing to go away. Because it is the leader, the head of every matter of The head in the body, if it is not right, if a person is mad, then his entire body, all his limbs, he uses it in the incorrect. On a hot day, he'll be wearing jacket, and on a cold day, he'll be wearing short. And upside down. Why? Because akal nima. You don't have any brain. Why? Because the head is wrong. Upside down, everything is going to go upside down. So similarly, when you do not have taqwa, then if that hands, instead of using it in that which will please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you use it in that which displeases Allah. That eyes that which Allah ta'ala has blessed you with, to use it in looking at the creation of Allah and attaining the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our heart, we will look at haram which Allah ta'ala has forbidden us. We will hear haram because the taqwa is God. So if you have taqwa, and just like how the head is, if the head is right, then everything a person will do correctly. If a person has taqwa, then in his deen, everything he'll do correctly. Then Hazrat Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala and Masih Rasulullah zidni, give me more advice. And now with these advices, we will be able to keep up this taqwa in our heart that we have achieved in the month of Ramadan. Alayka bi tilawatil Qur'an. Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala and says that Rasulullah told him that hold fast on tilawatul Qur'an, 
Wazikrillah and the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The month of Ramadan is gone, we'll go. Quran will still be on our shelf. Quran will still be in front of us. Quran will still be at our home. Quran never goes away. The month of Ramadan is the month of Taraweeh. Quran definitely has been revealed. But Quran doesn't go away. Quran is still with us. We still have the ability to recite Quran and how to recite Quran. MashaAllah, the revision has been done. Now why waste it? Why allow it to waste? And now don't recite Quran right till next year Ramadan and then after that every day in the month of Ramadan struggle. If a person, for a half is, if a person reads his Quran every day, then it comes to Ramadan and the entire day is smooth. Why? Because he has been reciting the Quran the entire year. He won't have to take out that Quran and struggle to learn that quarter para or that half para. Because he has been reciting it the entire year. So alayka bi tilawatil Quran. Recite Quran wa zikrillah and continue with the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ لَكَ نُورٌ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَبْدِ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that is the nur that light for you in this earth and for you in akhirat in the sky. It brings about nur. In that nur you can see what is right, what is wrong. When you are in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that which is wrong and that which is right is made clear for you. Allah ta'ala opens your heart with the recitation of Quran and with the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we were making the recitation of Quran in the month of Ramadan. We don't have to have it at that amount and that level, but at least something on a daily basis. Something on a daily basis. For Fazikram, at least three paras a day. That, if not that, if that is difficult because of work, then at least one para a day, in one month to finish the entire part. And the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every day, hundred times, La ilaha illallah, hundred times Durood Sharif, a hundred times Astaghfirullah, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. In the morning when we wake up to Fajr, and after Asad, yes, we can do it. This will keep our taqwa level, at the level that we left after the month of Ramadan. Then Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala says, Zidni ya Rasulullah, ya Rasulullah, increase our Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, La tuhsiru dih, fa'innahu yumitu al-qalb, wa yuzhibu Nur al-Waj, Rasulullah sallallahu told him that do not laugh a lot. Do not laugh a lot because it kills the heart and it takes away the honor and the dignity on one's face. The Baha al-Waj, the radiantness and the respect that the person has on his face, Allah Ta'ala gives him, it takes it away. When a person laughs and jokes a lot and he forgets his purpose in life, person always wants to be in the company of those who, 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 who are laughing and who are enjoying and celebrating and forgetting the purpose of life, then this taqwa will go away. This taqwa will be leaving. He'll forget about this taqwa that he had achieved because he's living, he's staying in the company of those people who are laughing a lot and joking and futile activity. All the time celebration. Wait from one weekend to the other weekend. How I can enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. This takes away the taqwa that he had achieved in the month of Then Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala and who said, O oh Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, increase ridni. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, alayka bil jihad, fa innahu rahbaniyyatu ummati. That hold fast upon jihad, because this is the pinnacle of ibadat, of worship for my ummat. In today's zamana, we don't have jihad in our country. Jihad is different meaning. One is qital, fighting in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But jihad in the Quran, many places, Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, oh, we were asked to make jihad, struggle and sacrifice for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah's Nabi was commanded, Ya ayyuhan Nabi, jahidil kuffara wal munafiqeen. Make jihad against the kuffar and the munafiqeen. But the entire life, if you look at the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam life, 
There is no jihad against munafiqin. There was no jihad against munafiqin. Jihad in fighting. Why? Because the word jihad is used differently. That a struggle against the munafiqin. A struggle. So we can make a jihad also in our zaman and our time. The jihad on the nafs. The jihad of leaving one's house and going out in the sabilillah. The month of Ramadan, the month of taqwa is, has left us. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has left us. That we have kuruj fi sabilillah. Coming out in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Going from one masjid to another masjid. Giving da'wah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, calling people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this increases our taqwa and gets us close and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah has blessed us that just after the month of Ramadan, we're going to be having a ijtima in our Tikau Lake. And such a, what a good time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with this ijtima, that we can keep the taqwa that we achieved in the month of Ramadan by attending and again increasing our taqwa. On the 30th, 31st and 1st of May, 30th of April, 31st of April and 1st of May will be the Ijtima. Encourage one of and all of us to attend, to attend where Allah Ta'ala's nur is descending, where Allah Ta'ala's barakah is descending, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's taqwa is descending, where we can achieve more and more taqwa and get closer and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So making a struggle, leaving the house is difficult. And we are in a part of Allah is difficult. Leaving the family, they want to go somewhere. You, have, you want to go in a part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is difficult. So alayka bil jihad, although they will be they're preparing the ijtima at the moment. So they will be leading people to assist with regards to the preparation and also the guarding of the ijtima. So if we can give our names and go and guard for Westville area, it's next week Thursday, the 27th. That person, there's two, two, two eyes, two tears, two tears will never enter, two eyes will never enter into Jahannam. That I cried for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that I that looks after the goods of those people in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, looks after and guard the people in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will never enter into Jahannam. He will never enter into Jahannam. Allah will grant him Jahannam. So we should take out our time, inshallah, and go out in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and assist. We find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us the pinnacle of ibadah. The pinnacle of ibadah. The highest level of ibadah is to make jihad and struggle in the part of Allah. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِيْنَا لَنَحْبِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا that person who makes mujahada in our part, we open the ways of hidayat. Then Abu Zar radiallahu ta'ala anhu said, Oh Rasulullah, vidni, increase me. Rasulullah said, Alayka bi samfi, fa innahu madradatun li shayateeni anka, wa awnun laka ala deeni, ala amri deeni. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave me advice to keep silent, illa bi khayr, except when it is time to speak good. Another hadith, Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man kani yu'minu billahi wal yawm al-akhir, fal yakul khayran awl yasmud. That person who believes in Allah and the last day, then he should say good or he should keep quiet. To say good or keep quiet. Unnecessarily speaking. Unnecessarily speaking will take a person away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because he begins to speak things that are not good. And if you analyze our, our, our day today, then most of the things he speak is not with regards to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a person remains silent and speaks only when it is necessary, we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep the nuri. Allah will create light in that. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Why keep silent? Because it keeps shaitan far away from you. It keeps shaitan far away from you. As soon as you open your tongue, then shaitan will make you say something wrong. Everything you open your mouth, then shaitan will make you say something wrong. And by keeping quiet, it will assist you upon the matters of your deen. And then Rasulullah said, Oh Rasulullah, did me increase me. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Unzur ila man huwa dunak, wala tanzur ila man huwa fawqak, fa innahu ajdaru alla tazdariya ni'mat Allahi indak. 
What a beautiful advice of Rasulullah. We should bring this in our life. The month of Ramadan we fasted. And they say one benefit of the month of Ramadan is to feel what the poor also went. It's not the, what, it's not what to achieve. Achieve is to achieve taqwa in fasting. But to also feel what the poor are going through when they're staying hungry. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told Abu Dhar, Unzur ila man huwa With regard to dunya, look at those people that are below you. Those people who don't have what you have. Those people who have lesser dunya than you. Wala tanzur ila man huwa fuqaq. Don't look at those people who got more than you. Because automatically a person will want to achieve what those people have. And then he pushes himself more into dunya. And he gets stuck more into dunya. And he forgets about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him. With Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He begins to unappreciate those ni'mats and bounties that Allah has already given you. Allah has given us so much. But when you look at someone else's wealth and someone else who has got more, then you think, mashallah, that, got, that person has more, I need to reach him. And then you forget all the ni'mats and bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. So we should look at the people that we don't have. And spend on the people who don't have. And don't look at the people who have a lot. Because Allah has blessed them, Allah has granted them, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted you, and it's already, it's already decreed what you will attain and what you will have. That person who gives everything to attain the dunya, then he loses Allah ta'ala. And when he loses Allah, he loses everything. You find Allah ta'ala, you find everything. And Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala anhu says, oh Rasulullah, increase me. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave me advice, still qarabatak. That maintain good ties with your family, even though they cut you off. Another way to continue achieving our taqwa and increasing our taqwa is that those people who don't want to speak to us, we speak to them. Those people who don't want to have a connection with us, we have connection with them. Send them gifts, make salam to them. This will make us come closer and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Next advice, wala taqafu. And don't fear with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the criticism of those who want to criticize. In the month of Ramadan we achieved that taqwa. Now we want to practice on the deen of Allah like I mentioned last night with regards to the story of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Zayd radiallahu alayhi wa getting married to his step-son's daughter, step-son's wife. And now you want to start practicing on the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now you don't want to talk to that cousin of yours who was always talking to you, which Allah has made haram. But the custom of our families and the custom is, you know, it's, it's all right. It's your cousin. It's your cousin. What's wrong? What's wrong? My cousin. Why? What's wrong with you? Allah is telling you it's haram. I'm not telling you it's haram. There's so many things in our deen we consider halal. We consider it permissible. When it's haram, Allah made it haram. Allah made it haram. Allah's Nabi made it haram. But we want to keep it, make it halal. Now when after you achieve the taqwa in the month of Ramadan, now you want to practice on these things. But your family doesn't want you to practice. Or your friends don't want you to practice. And they start criticizing you. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Don't worry about, don't fear what they're going to say. Fear Allah. As I mentioned yesterday, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah told him, don't fear what the people, don't worry about what the people are going to say. Fear Allah. Because he is more worthy of fearing than fearing the people and worrying what they are going to say. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam further gave advice. Love for yourself, what you love for your people, love for the people, what you love for yourself. Love for the people, what you love for yourself, and what you spend on yourself, spend on others as well. And if you love to attend your Jannah, then worry about those people who are going to Jahannam as well. Make an effort on those people, help those people, guide those people. You want to go to Jannah, take them also with you to Jannah. And lastly, Hazrat Abu Zar radiallahu ta'ala says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he hit me on my chest. 
And he said, oh, 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 Ya Aba Zab, La Akhlaq al-Dadbir. He said, oh, Aba Zab, there's no intelligence like looking at the consequences. There's no intelligence like looking at the consequences. If you want to do something wrong, you want to do something, think of the consequences. That person wants to make zina, and then for a few minutes of zina he makes, and then after it, for the rest of his life, Hamesha, Nadamat. For the rest of his life, he is regretting and regretting. For a few minutes, look at the consequences. If a person wants to do that sin, and he's going to lose the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think before you commit that sin. Think before you do that sin. So la akla fattakbir. Before you do anything, think Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. And worry about what is going to happen after. And then he said, la wara'aka al-kafi. And there's no piety like refraining, restraining oneself. Staying away. There are places you know that there is haram there. What a Muslim? A Muslim, he falls into sin accidentally. But we have reached this damana and time where we go out in search for sin. We go out in search for sin. We know there's haram naked woman there, but we want to go over there. And we're going to fall into that sin. And he's going to take our taqwa away. We know the malls are full of, of filth and dirt, but we still want to go over there unnecessarily. We're searching to go against the, against the command of Allah. Why do we want to go against the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And the last advice that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave Abu Zabr radiallahu ta'ala anhu. La hasabaka husnil khulq. There is no honor and no integrity and no dignity like husnil khulq, like good character. How we treat each other, how we talk to our elders, how we treat our youngsters, how we behave in society with modesty, not with rudeness. All these different good characters that we should inculcate in our life. If a person brings this character in his life of Islam and the ethics and etiquettes of Islam and the morals of Islam, then he will be... A, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him that honor and that dignity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq and ability to practice on all these advices that Rasulullah gave so that we can remain upon this taqwa for the rest of our life and we die fearing Allah. We die close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with this kalim on our tongue. Allah grant us the tawfiq.